0: I-V-M Here's your smart fact of the day. I think if I start giving you facts about The Alchemist, you'll tell me to shut my trap. I think this is one of the most famous books that, you know, people have generally heard of, if not read. And typically people fall into camps. They either love it or they hate it, or, you know, they, they have an opinion on it. But the fact that I'm giving you about The Alchemist today is that did you know that Paulo Coelho wrote this book in Portuguese, which you might know, but he wrote it in the matter of two weeks because he said that the story was already there in my soul. Okay, now I don't know what to say about that, but two weeks to write a book like that is pretty amazing. Now, what I wanted to do on this episode of Smarter It Said was take a departure from all the normal stuff that we're doing and just tell you the three lessons that I learned from this book called The Alchemist. And so with that, let's go. I think we better begin with some context over here. I know some of you, my listeners, you will be divided into two camps as well. You might say, Paolo Kohler's book is amazing. It changed my life. Will be one camp. The second camp will be, oh my God, I can't stand that woo-woo thing. And it's just too mystical. And I just did not connect with me. And I sympathize with both camps. I sympathize, I truly do. For me, I certainly have enjoyed the book. Uh, I enjoyed the book a lot more at certain times and a lot less at certain times, depending upon the mood that I was in. I read it in my late 20s and I'm not going to about to tell you what my age is right now. But the fact is that I've read it a few times and I have actually kind of learned a few lessons from a book. And I think that the context is extremely important over here. It doesn't really matter whether you like this book or you don't like this book. Well, maybe it does a little because if you like see the title, three lessons I learned from the alchemist, maybe you will say, oh, maybe I'll skip this particular episode. But if you're still here, maybe I'll share it with you. And this is not the typical quotable quotes that uh, you will hear or see on, on Google. If you just search the alchemist quotes, you'll get many of them like, you know, the whole universe, uh, you know, all of that supports you or maktub it is written uh, and, and, and stuff like that. While all that is good and inspirational, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how the book has kind of given me a lesson or two or three. And I just wanted to share those lessons with you more than anything else. Now, from my perspective, I think the ability for a good fiction book to convey something which is metaphorical is amazing. When I mean metaphorical, it means that somehow there is some connection that the writer finds with absolute reality, common sense, but something which is beyond, you know, the abstract nature of it. I think that that does make you wonder, it makes you imagine, and that is something which is truly to be treasured. Now, you may not like Paolo Coelho's style of writing, or you may not like this particular way of Uh, what we call woo-wooing. But the fact is that having a metaphor kind of unlocks a lot of secrets for you and your life. Now, again, am I sounding woo-woo? I do not like to do that. So let me make it more tangible. The first lesson that I learned on a very practical basis, I'll need to tell you the story is a little. Don't worry about spoiler alerts. This is just a part of the story wherein uh, there's two characters the main protagonist the boy an englishman who are going through a desert in order to find alchemist somebody who can convert iron into gold and they are on this long arduous journey and the englishman is is a guy who reads books and boy sees signs from the desert so he knows when it's going to rain you know he knows what the wind is saying and stuff like that this is when it gets a little psychotic but you know those are the two people and the Englishman asks the boy you know what are you staring at the desert for and he talks about the signs and uh, the boy says why do you keep reading books everything out here why are you reading books so he says well I learn everything from the books so the boy decides to read the books and the Englishman decides to see signs just switch up their mode of learning you know And that's where the professor in me becomes awake and, you know, trying to figure out, okay, so how do these guys learn? And the Englishman gives up, the boy gives up. They just cannot really like each other's style of learning. But you know what? They start respecting each other more because they say, okay, that's not my path, but that's the way in which this guy's path is towards learning. And that's the first lesson that I learned from the alchemist. It is like when you're looking at somebody doing something that you cannot connect to, maybe they're on their path and maybe they're learning in that particular way may not be your way, but your way might be difficult for other people to understand. And I think that this acceptance about this learning and different modes of learning was something that I could glean from as far as the alchemist is concerned. And it made me also explore other parts of learning and some work for me, some don't. Like, for example, I learn best when I'm listening to people rather than reading something. But that doesn't mean reading does not help me learn. It's a good combination. But I digress. So that was the first lesson that I learned from the alchemist. The second one, I must admit, is a bit of a quote, but it's not one of those famous quotes, at least that I've come across on the Internet. One character says to the other, if it happens once, it won't happen again. If it happens twice, it certainly will happen for the third time. Now, that's a very, very interesting comment. And I thought deeply about this and I found it to be kind of true. It is metaphorical and don't take it seriously, like once, twice, thrice. But what I guess the meaning over here is that if it happens once, it can be an aberration. You may win by aberration sometimes. You may do something ghastly by aberration. You might you know, hurt somebody uh, just the once. But if you've done it more than once, then it is not just a happenstance it is going to be something which is going to happen again for the third time and that's a really interesting thing for us to understand because if we we should forgive the first mistake I think that's the message that I got we should allow for the chance to things to not actually ever happen again. But if it happens for the second time, I think you'll be foolish not to expect it for the third time. Very practical again, very clear. There is a very good learning involved, which is about distinguishing between something that is habitual and something that happens once in a while can be for good or can be for bad. So that's lesson number two. The third is an interesting story. The third lesson is an interesting story when our our protagonist, the boy, goes to a new, strange land and meets uh, and makes a new friend. The guy behind the counter is talking in Arabic, so he cannot understand what he's saying. So the guy, the friend that he's made, can speak the language. They, you know, have a cup of tea. The guy in Arabic talks to the uh, new friend in Arabic and, uh, you know, it turns out like the protagonist is a little irritated with, like, what's he trying to do? You know, why is he trying to uh, stop our conversation? Over a period of time, very quickly, the protagonist understands that the so-called friend is actually a thief and has flicked all his money and his valuables. And the guy in Arabic was actually trying to you know stop this thief from stealing. So this brought a very big lesson for me. And the lesson was that a lot of times just because something is unfamiliar, we tend to make it an enemy. And just because something is familiar, we tend to make it our friend. And whether it is something or someone, that is the worst thing to do, especially when we are vulnerable. Like this guy was in a new country, you know, on an adventure. But the fact is that he was in a situation wherein he was emotionally not completely balanced. And at that point in time, you can be taken advantage of and you should never, ever take appearances at face value. And that was a very, very big lesson for me. So that was lesson number three for me. I would like to end with something, maybe a bonus lesson number four is when this happens and he's completely bereft of all of his belongings, what he says is that there are two ways of looking at things. One way is to say, okay, I've lost everything and I need to go back. Okay. And I need to find a way back. Or the second is, hey, You know, and I'm paraphrasing badly, but hey, you know, my adventure has just begun. And he chooses the second way. So that's a beautiful lesson in reframing. So there are many lessons like this. And I think that there are many lessons, not just in the alchemist, but a lot of other good books. So I'm going to do this from time to time. It is not about the book. It is not about whether you like it or dislike it. Can we learn something from it? You know, can we actually gain something that can make our lives, you know, better in a practical way? So even though this book is pretty mystical and woo-woo and, you know, not everybody likes it. These are the practical things that I've actually got from The Alchemist and it has certainly helped me and my life. Well, I hope you like this episode of Smarter With Said. Many more to come from, from where this came from. And I am on the quest of continuous learning so i've got this new thing that i've started called the next level learning i've put up a couple of courses which you might like one is on branding the second is on content many more courses that will come not just from me but from other fantastic people that i know and i think that if you like this podcast of mine i'm sure you'll like that too but if you like please do like and subscribe to this podcast and Hey, I'm the Travelling Professor on LinkedIn and Instagram. Do hook up, connect with me over there. And if you like podcasts like these, well, IBM's got all this wonderful, magical, alchemical stuff for you. On that happy note then.